I'm Bonnie. Welcome to Martha Martha. I am distracted by many things. Because I'm a mom, because I'm a human, uh, because I have weakness, I need my Lord to guide me and to calm me every day. So let's walk together. Hey, good morning. Uh, I'm going to read you the bullet points from chapter two of my very own book, Revolution of Mercy. Interesting thing about reading uh, <laughs> from my own book to you guys is that uh, you forget what you write. And sometimes you think, wow, that was a really stupid thing I wrote. And sometimes you think, wow, that was uh, pretty inspired. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what it's going to say today because I'm ready yet. So the chapter is called, um, Why is it a family and why is it so hard? And here are the bullet points of this chapter. To reiterate what a family is and its aim. The goal of marriage is to grow in holiness and get to heaven. And not only that, it's to get each other to heaven. Uh, and so sometimes we have to turn that on its head. We want our spouse to be the person who supports us in such a way that we can more easily get to heaven when in fact we have to look at ourselves as the instrument to help them get to heaven. Uh, and so we have to think about that, I think. Uh, what, what does that mean exactly to get our spouse to heaven? Um, point two, that's harder than it sounds, but we have the church's help. Uh, we have the church's help because the church guides us in our prayer life, in our, uh, all our sacraments, in the channels of grace, the church allows all the channels of grace to be open to us. And so um, it just becomes more, uh, holiness becomes more available to us because all the channels of grace are opened up to us when we access them. But we need to, we need to be proactive in accessing them. Bullet point three. If we understand the definition and mission of the family better, we're more likely to live up to the goal of growing in holiness and getting to heaven. I, what I meant by that was, uh, if we understand the definition and mission of the family better, if we understand the purpose of the family, um, Pope John Paul says that we are an intimate community of life and love. And that is our goal. That is our aim. That's our uh, you know, modus operandi, that we need to become intimate communities of life and love. And if that's our aim and everything else pales in comparison, we will be much better at um, growing in holiness and getting to heaven. But we have to remind ourselves, even 30 years into marriage, I have to remind myself every day that that's the goal right? Because the goals can become blurred. The goals can seem like they're my goals or the goals can seem like they're um, the goals of, you know, doing things, of traveling or of, um, you know, uh, you know, getting more stuff, doing more stuff, um, being something I'm supposed to be. And, and really that's not the goal. Those things are only the accidents of living a, um, living a, full life you know and if you get to do those things great and if you don't that doesn't change the fact that you can go in holiness bullet point four our most effective means of transmitting the gospel is by loving example nothing speaks 
more to a life in Christ than a parent trying to live out the way that they can. And, you know, for me, I'm an adult convert, and I think that it was easy for me to become a convert. It was easy for me to... um, to accept what the Catholic Church was, um, even though I was raised in an a-religious family, it was possible for me to um, look at the example of my parents and know they were doing the very, very best they could with what they had, and they loved me. And yeah, they made mistakes and they, you know, fell short and all of that. But they were good people and they had good intentions, and I always knew that. And so, their loving example um, still. Uh, ways in big for me to this day about how what kind of person I want to be at this age what kind of people were they at this age means a lot to me Uh, bullet point five dignity is for all people even the sassy ones Uh, you know we are a pro-life people we're Catholics and we're a pro-life people and pro-life often what that means to us is that we uh, we love babies before they're born we care for them before they're born, babies really matter, that the elderly really matter, um, that the marginalized really matter. To be pro-life means all the people who are uh, compromised, who are neglected in society, who are thought less of, um, are, are, are should have our full dignity. But our toddlers who are sassy, our teenagers who are rude, all those people deserve the same dignity as the poor and the marginalized and the compromised, the babies in the womb and the elderly and everybody else in between. So the sassy people deserve just as much much dignity. And that's what it really means to be pro-life, is to know that and to live that out to your to your best of the best of your ability. Bullet point six. We need to remember why God made us. God made us to know him, to love him and to serve him. And Remembering that every day of our life is going to make the hard part of life, the challenges, the sleepless nights, the dealing with all the people, the having relationships, the all the question marks, all the feelings of failure. If we know that God made us to know him, love him and serve him, then that can help be an anchor point in our day um, that God wants me to serve him. And that's why I'm doing all these things. It's not for me. It's not for my own benefit. Um, but it is for him, it is to gain the kingdom of God. Last bullet point, bullet point seven. Memorizing key ideas and phrases can help us refocus our efforts to serve him. Uh, I've said this lots of times before, but I used to have plastered all over my house in key places, you know, places where I spent lots of time, you know, the change table, the laundry room, the sink, the <laughs> Uh, my bathroom mirror, anywhere I was could pause for 30 seconds or five minutes to do uh, a task, I would put little um, bullet points around, sometimes scriptures, sometimes saints from the quotes, uh, quotes from the saints, sometimes things that I just did uh, and heard from people around me, sometimes wisdom from my dad. I would just have them posted up so that I could remember why I'm doing what I'm doing. And the different quotes and different um, phrases will uh, affect us at different times and points in our life, and uh, they will affect different people differently. One of my favorite phrases was um, from Philip Neary, who said, uh, paradise was not made for cowards. And 
um, that really spoke to me because when I was living up to the task of being the mother that I wanted to be, being the wife that I wanted to be, it took a lot of courage, right? It would be easy for me to just do whatever I wanted and to, you know, back out of this and to not think about having more children and all of the things that, you know, might have gone through my head when I was feeling, um, uh, you know, like my tank was empty, that to live according the, to God's desire for my life um, took a lot of courage. And so that particular phrase, um, paradise was not made for cowards, um, was one of my favorite and, and you know, in some of my worst moments, if I thought of that, it was, might have been the thing that could turn me around. Um, so we need lots of reminders. And the same as memorizing, you know, key dates in history can help you uh, place things in history. Memorizing key phrases that really speak to you about what kind of person you need to be and what kind of um, relationships you need to have can be really helpful to get through the day, uh, especially the hard ones. Uh, so that's it for today. God bless you and have a great day. Bye.